Today you are going to get a front row seat to the ultimate Rugby World Cup preview of the match between the Springboks and Ireland with a man who actually represented both countries. Dion O'Kinnigan captained the Springbok Sevens at the Hong Kong Sevens and he also skippered Ireland at the 1999 Rugby World Cup. Dion, welcome to Front Row Rugby. Thank you for having me, Peter. It's great to be here. Dion, let's start with South Africa. A good win over Scotland, followed by an annihilation over Romania. What have you made of the Springboks so far? I think the Springboks are looking very good. Um, huge pack, a very physical game, playing to their strengths, set phases, good kicking game, massive defence. And I think Rossi and Jock have got them perfectly peaking at the right moment. All the chat around here is, are the Springboks the team to beat? Um, certainly, I'm staying with a whole lot of Irish people in uh, France. And um, this game against Ireland on the weekend, they see as the World Cup decider. Ireland have had two blowout wins, as the Americans would call it, over Romania and Tonga. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Irish so far? I think the Irish are a very accurate side. Um, Andy Farrell's got them well drilled. I don't I say this caution. I don't think their pack is as strong as the South African pack. And they've got a very clever attacking system. Um, sort of a front uh, runner and a back runner allowing them to move the ball wide. So I think they are the one side that can unlock a Springbok defence. And it's going to be an interesting uh, contrast in styles. Um, I'm always cautious in this game because over the last five games, um, Ireland have won three out of those games so the box even though we're going into this game quite confident would be cautious um you know we're below 50 percent winning average in the last five you mentioned the pack there dion i'm going to ask you to elaborate when we talk about the springbok pack and the irish pack how would you compare the two eights i think in the scrum i would say sarka has the ascendancy there I think that uh, front row and the bomb squad or the nuke squad, whatever you want to call them, it is the most powerful front row in world rugby at the moment. I think Paul O'Connell is an incredibly good line-out master and he will put that uh, Springbok line-out under a lot of pressure. I think if we lose Bongi and you end up with a situation with Dion Farif throwing the ball in, who hasn't thrown in at a top international game for a long time. When he came on on the weekend, you, they were always going to number two ball. Um, I think that will be put a lot of pressure on the Springbok line-out. And the Springboks like to play from set phases. So it's going to be a very interesting match. And I think Rassi will be hoping Bongi goes the full 80. It's interesting because, I mean, I could be wrong. In my opinion, South Africa and Ireland have got the two best lineouts in the world, but I'd say that the Springboks have got the best maul in the world. How do you suppose the Irish would combat that? Well, Ireland has always been very good at combating mauls. Uh, if you look at the Six Nations, where I think England and France would consider themselves very good mauling sides, especially five metres out, Ireland have been able to disrupt that. And they've put a lot of attention uh, and detail into their defence. And um, certainly, they know that's one of the Springbok's strong points. It's whether they can match them. <laughs> but there will be lots of subtleties there with Paul Connell trying to get players in between the Springboks, disrupting it. And also, I hope this game does not come down to a referee decision where someone gets an unnecessary red card and then instead of being 
15 against 15, it becomes 14 against 15. Dion, I'm glad that you mentioned the refereeing there because there have been inconsistencies during this World Cup. We've seen tackles that have received red cards. Then we've seen the same tackle receive a yellow card and the same tackle receive no punishment at all, depending on the game. What have you made of the officiating so far in this tournament? I think they're under a lot of pressure. Uh, the ROB are trying to avoid injuries. Um, particularly, they've got a lot of cases against them for head injuries. Um, and um, they're trying to limit those. But uh, I think, I'll use one example, uh, Curry in the England game. Um, he's coming in to make a tackle. He doesn't hit the player in the air. When any player lands, their knees are going to give, they're going to drop this uh, center of gravity. And he, he struck a head. And uh, then he's off with a red card. I, I think there has to be people who can interpret the game on that um, deciding decision and giving the, the information to the referee. And maybe having one or two players there as well as just referees. Players see the game very differently to a referee. Do you really know your rugby? Do you always get your predictions right? Why not make some money then? Open an account right now with Tic Tac Bets and get up to 2,000 Rand and 20 spins with your first deposit. The link is appearing on your screen and I'll also put it in the description area. Please note that this is an affiliate link and I will make a little commission on it. Winners know when to stop. National Responsible Gambling Program. Toll-free helpline 0800-006-008. No persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Earlier you mentioned Bongyum Banambi and your hope that he might be able to play a full 80 minutes. How much of a blow is it to the Springboks to have lost Malcolm Marks? I think Mal Malcolm Marks was at his best again. I think he was uh, back to that dominating uh, Malcolm Marks that we saw in Japan. And um, he maybe had a quiet two years back. and But now I think he was playing his best rugby ever. And to have Bongi and Malcolm Marks in the same pack competing Bongi's obviously been given a leadership role within the Springbok setup, but they've both got their strengths. I mean, I don't think any international side would want to play against either of them. And then to have one come on in the second half and be another enforcer um, was massive for the Springboks and an important part of the of Rossi's World Cup winning plan. Okay, I've asked you to compare the forwards, Dion. How about the backs? Backs. I think Johnny Sexton has to come back. I think. At 38, um, you can only marvel how well he still controls the game. Um, as much as uh, maybe some South Africans don't like him, um, I think he's a master. Um, his ability to get that uh, Irish backline firing is incredible. But then uh, Monty Limbach, I think, is playing incredible rugby. I'm very glad that Pollard doesn't look like he's been pushed into the squad for this weekend. And that shows a lot of confidence in Marnie Lebok. And uh, I hope he's, he uh, lives up to that reputation and the trust that's been put in with the Springbok setup. Then you've got the back three for the box. Oh, I think you could choose a back six for the box. They're, they're all very, very, very strong. Um, on the, I'm just looking at the Irish side from last weekend. Uh, Mac Hansen's a very good player. James Lowe, lots of international experience. Hugo Keenan is still coming into his own. and But uh, I think a big player against the Springboks will be Bundy Aki. Uh, he just brings a, a presence. He's very strong. 
Um, he's been playing well at this World Cup. He scored a lot of tries. And whenever they've, when Sexton gets a little bit stuck, he just puts the ball into Aki's uh, uh, hands and he just takes that forward, gives a new target for the forwards, breaks a tackle. So I think that'll be a very nice matchup. So the Springboks obviously pride themselves on their defence. They haven't conceded a try yet in this World Cup. Will that change on Saturday, do you think? I think yes. I think that Irish attack is very slick. It might take 60 minutes to score a try, but they will score tries. And I kind of feel this is going to be a game around both sides getting close to 20 points and, um, and a win by two points, you know. So if you were Jock Ninaba, what are the Irish weaknesses that you'd be targeting on Saturday? I'd be going for their scrum. I would be uh, trying to disrupt their line-out. And I would be hugely physical in the breakdown point. And I think that's what the box is going to be, do. You know, a lot to be made out of the 7-1 split on the bench. Uh, I think that suits South Africa. And uh, the Irish haven't announced the team yet. But... I think Ireland would be silly to move away from their traditional sort of 6-2. Uh, oh, they've been actually going 5-3 mostly. But um, they need to keep their backline loaded. They need to be able to keep moving the ball around. They're going to play a very fast game, but a very accurate game. Whereas I think the boxer can come with a very physical game and try and put their physical dominance over the Irish. And similarly, if you were Andy Farrell, what are the uh, weaknesses from the Springboks that you'd be looking to exploit? I think I'd be trying to get the ball into wider channels. I would be saying to the guys, we've got to move their bigger players around. Um, extremely accurate. I mean, we can, we've can. we seen Ireland do this to New Zealand. We've seen Ireland do it to South Africa. We've seen Ireland do it to Australia. They are a very accurate side and a very clever side. And uh, I think they'll be working on just getting... I saw a few interviews where the Irish players saying that they are working very much on the mental game, trying to be outsmart the box, and I think that's what they're going to try and do. I think Andy Farrell's going to hold nothing back in this game. There are going to be a few smart little moves, a few line-up variations, a few backline variations, and that's what they're going to go for. Hey, if you're enjoying this video, why not consider becoming a patron? You can click on my Patreon link, I'll put it on the screen as well as in the description box, and there will be great benefits for members. Let's get back to the interview. Dion, you're actually in France right now. What's the atmosphere like in terms of the Rugby World Cup and excitement? It's fantastic. I actually bumped into a whole lot of UCT supporters on the, on the weekend, uh, University of Cape Town. Uh, they were across here for um, the World uh, Varsity Cup, just taking place at the same time. I bumped into a whole lot of Irish mates, and there's a proper vibe. I think the French have done a fantastic job. Um, they've got fan zones going. Um, I was in Bordeaux for the Springbok game. A lot of South Africans have travelled, which I'm. A, it's always fantastic. It, it adds a great atmosphere, and I think. Um, to have Ireland and France, or Ireland and South Africa in Paris, in France, on the weekend is going to be a magic experience. So I have to ask you, as a man who represented both countries, where does your heart lie when the two teams meet? I think I always support South Africa against every other side, except the Springboks. So my, my heart is really with Ireland, and um, 
they haven't won a World Cup, and they've been playing very well recently. I know South Africa would love to do back-to-back World Cups, um, but for this game, this matchup, I think I'm going with Ireland. All right, and earlier you uh, commented that it would be a two-point game. Let me ask you for a score prediction. I'm going like sort of a 22-20, something, something around there. I think it's going to be very tight to the end. Um, I have a feeling if it comes down to the last 10 minutes, Ireland have that ability with Sexton to manipulate the game and win it with a penalty or drop kick. That's my feeling. If the Bok Pack uh, gets the ascendancy, they have the they certainly have the ability to blow any side off the field, but I think Ireland are going to throw everything at this game. Uh, I think you're going to see this being treated as a World Cup final by Ireland. And then finally, Dion, a lot of us will remember you fondly as a Springbok Sevens player, also a man who captained Ireland, and then people like myself will remember fondly uh, how you turned out for Western Province in the mid-90s. But what are you up to these days? I'm a doctor in Cape Town. Um, I was at sports science for a long time, and now uh, I have a GP practice with a bit of a sports element to it. And uh, I assist a, a few orthopedic surgeons who have who look after some of the Stormers players. And I've got two daughters and very happy in Cape Town. Um, so I support Ireland and the Springboks from Cape Town and uh, keep an a armchair watch on rugby. Sounds good to me. Diona Kinnigan, let me say it was lovely having you on Front Row Rugby today. An absolute pleasure. And I hope that we can have you on again in the future. Thank you very much, Peter. And it's uh, great to be in France and soaking up the atmosphere. And thank you for again taking the time to talk to me. Thank you so much for watching. I've also put together a whole bunch of other Rugby World Cup related content. It's appearing on your screen right now for you to go and binge watch. See you next time.